step into a world shrouded in ash and darkness, where legends come to life and ancient powers linger. Welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging. We are playing Forbidden Lands. Join us as we set sail on longships and explore the unknown, braving untold, de untold danger and discovering what hidden treasure lies beneath ash and snow. The pack have reached the gates of Orakoa, the orc city with walls formed out of solid obsidian, and it's circled by a moat of lava. The bridge across this lava flow is a massive stone slab, two feet thick, 15 feet wide, 40 feet long. The surface is uneven, chipped away by horseshoes, but it's also been smoothed out by constant foot traffic. You need to take each step deliberately in order to not catch your foot and possibly fall towards the edge. Charga, the orc mentor of Zaldrin, who has uh, granted you permission to enter the city, has long since continued in with his cavalry, but he left a warrior named Toklo to guide you, uh, guide you to the Hall of Necron Eagle Eye. Zaldrin, you would know Necron as the Sahal of the largest orc clan and de facto ruler of Orokoa. Sahal, of course, means feared one and is not a hereditary title, but it is a position that is taken by force. The heat in Orokoa is suffocating. You're all sweating and panting as you walk through these streets. Orcs wear thin clothing, and anywhere else you would be shocked to see this uncovered skin that wasn't on face or hands. Yet here it's quite common for individuals to not wear sleeves or to wear pants that don't cover the entire leg. Gunk is showing off his abs. <laughs> The streets are also made of obsidian, but it has cracked into large chunks several feet in diameter. And the stone is polished, but uneven from the wear of traffic. Many places have grooves worn down by horse hooves or wagon wheels. And the less traveled sections of road are raised several inches higher, indicating where the elevation used to be hundreds of years ago. The ash falls in strange patterns. Instead of lazily drifting, it often flurries as updrafts of hot air release from the cracks in the stone below. These drafts also release a noxious stench that dizzies even those with less sensitive noses. To Wolfkin and Skraling, it's almost unbearable. Zaldrin, you adjust relatively easily uh, as the fumes trigger a rush of memories, really. This is your childhood in a scent. There's a general air of irritation in the city as you see several orcs picking fights with each other, cursing, threatening bodily harm, and then turning around and continuing their business as if they did not just threaten to take a life. And while the orcs seem to live up to their reputation for short tempers, there's also a strict discipline in the city. Streets are cleaner than any human or elven town that you've seen. Wagons float freely through intersections without difficulty, despite their drivers treating each other like they're mortal enemies. You pass by one wagon that has a broken wheel, and every nearby orc stops to help lift the wagon, allowing a replacement wheel to be hammered on. When the repair is finished, the crowd disperses without a word of thanks or acknowledgement. When you reach Necron's Hall, your guide Toklo turns to give direction. They are in the middle of a war council. Necron is ill, and while she is strong and will likely survive, it has caused division among the clan as claimants vie for her title. Charga is strong and will clearly succeed her if the worst happens. But the snake charmer has a silver tongue. Many listen to him despite his weakness. You are to enter the hall, but you must stay in the back and under no circumstances can you speak until the council is finished. Is this understood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got it. I know the rules. 
And you didn't tell me it would be this hot. It stinks uh, like the hell's here. There's a volcano right there. It's hot. Yeah, I, 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 I need to take my jet. How much uh, less clothing is impolite? Uh, you can really do whatever you want to do. Nobody's really okay. Great, great, great. Yeah. If we're You're done, or so strange. I will guide you in. Toklo turns. can handle heat better. True. Mm. Zaldrin speaks the truth. Necron's Hall is built of gray stone and mortar, but the floors are the same cracked obsidian as the streets, and it's almost a disservice to call this a hall. A hall, as you know it, is a wooden structure large enough to house a few dozen warriors and farm animals in the winter. What you're moving through now is more rightfully called a castle, and it's equal to any elven structure that was ever built before the Veiled Age. You quickly notice that there are no fireplaces or braziers that heat the massive building, and the discomfort in your boots explains why. The stone floors become significantly warmer as you make your way through the outer halls, providing radiant heating to the entire building. Entering through stout wooden doors, you see the flickering of torches, but there's no hearth with a roaring fire in the center of the hall. Instead, the cracked obsidian falls away to reveal a lava flow mere feet below the surface. And this molten rock divides most of the room, splitting it in half. But it appears that the orcs would be divided nonetheless. There are two factions of warriors on either side of the rock, of the molten rock, and each side is yelling and hurling insults about the bravery and intelligence of the other. As you look across the hall, there is a throne, which is really just a large granite slab. It has no back to it, no armrest, and there is a desiccated body that sits atop it, propped up by braces, hidden under a cloak of golden feathers, but fooling no one. It clearly cannot sit on its own. It has lips pulled back in this feeble sneer and limbs as thin as a spear shaft. An attendant moves to a ruffle in the cloak and the dying orc on the throne feebly moves a frail arm to wave them away. Apparently there is some life left in Necron after all, but certainly not much. At the movement of their Sahal, the orcs immediately quiet and wait for Necron to speak. The attendant moves and puts his ear next to her mouth, straining to hear before shaking his head in defeat. With that, you see Charga take command of the room once again. These walls have never fallen. To attempt an attack on a reaver fleet of that size would not just be stupid. It would cause the entire city to fall to lose its armies to defense. And in response, you hear a much softer voice, Zaldrin, a much more familiar voice, as an orc with uh, a crutch and a very bent leg moves to the side, to the front of the side that is facing Charga. Zaldrin, you recognize this as Haran, your childhood friend. Charga, I did not know you to be such a coward. Why do you believe that our cavalry, our mighty warriors, would ever fall to any Reaver army? It is nonsense. And with the word coward, Chargas supporters immediately start yelling again. Haran looks across the room as the door behind you closes and sees the pack. He holds up a hand and 
despite the other group of warriors hating him, they do still respect him enough to quiet down. Zaldrin? Is that you? And yes, with it that, is. Aldrin, behind Zaldrin, kind of pokes his head up. <laughs> oh, that's not me. It goes back before Zaldrin responds. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, it is a... It appears that we have come at a time of great import, but it is still good to see you. When you respond, Charga immediately begins scowling, and he looks at Toklo with daggers in his eyes, as if you speaking is a grave offense. Hran, on the other hand, beckons for the group of you to come forward. Zaldrin was my closest friend, my most trusted friend, and I believe... An outside opinion would be exactly what we need right now. Zaldrin, have you heard that there is a Reaver fleet nearby? An we've army on them. our doorstep. We've seen them with our own eyes on our way in. You have. Please, and, and, tell us and what you And by our eyes, I mean his eyes. Let me introduce uh, the rest of my companions. Yes? Hello. Oh. Yes, she speaks the truth. We saw the fleet. Uh, it was uh, quite large, and it was in uh, a bay to the south. Do we do we know the name of where it was? I can't remember. Uh, no. Okay. No. It was. Uh, was it like maybe two days away? Yeah, about. Yeah, so about two days south of here. Several ships. Have you seen their numbers? Um, I'll, you know, I'll, Gunk will give yeah, you, the you can just give the details. Basically, yeah. it looked like about a thousand of them, yeah. which was quite a bit. A thousand strong, perhaps. And with that, murmurs begin uh, echoing through the hall off the stone walls as warriors on both sides are apprehensive about the size of the army. Charga takes that hesitation. As I said, it would be foolish to leave these walls. Orokoa has never fallen. He looks at Mirren with her hand up and continues Hello. looking around. There I'm is here. no reason for us to take our army out. Hi. Kron, on the other hand. Yes, Halfling, do you have something to add? I'm Mirren. Nice to meet you. It is a pleasure. Um, why not do both? Like, like you can you can stay in the in the in the walls where it's safe, uh, and then you can just send out like little guerrilla attack groups. Uh, you know, strike them at night, strike them when they're resting, and and bring down the numbers without taking great risk, but also proving you're like cool and strong and and really powerful and everything. Like, totally. That we don't run away from fights. Good but points, Mirren. Bacho lifts Bacho lifts his otter shield on his <laughs> forearm and rushes harpoon. He's like, no, you are right. You orcs should hide behind your walls like the knife ears do. The ice belongs to the pack. But if you actually have some bravery, perhaps you would know that the Reavers fight on the sea and on the land, you would have a distinct advantage against them. Or let them sit on your doorstep for a season getting fat, and they'll wait you out, and eventually you'll have to leave, and they'll take you then. Ron seizes on that and shouts out, 
our cavalry cannot lose. And his side just immediately begins cheering. Uh, the other side again begins uh, cursing and swearing at them. And the meeting begins to devolve into more chaos. Bacho looks back at Gunk and kind of smiles and, and gives a little half laugh. I love getting orcs worked up. Nothing like just walking in somewhere you've never been and just going for it. I should have expected nothing less. Scratching his back but with the otter. <laughs> they're both right. You could they could do both. They'd eat their cake and and have everything, like all the crumbs and everything. Yes, if, if you haven't noticed, this is a bit more of a I have to win, you have to lose type well, of Well, then they can all society. die, I guess, if they want. Splitting our forces would do nothing but sign a death warrant to those who go out to fight. And what the if problem you is you're behind the walls and you die anyway? I'm and talking about strike teams where hobbits These are These walls good at have it. never fallen to no force. No reavers will be able to pass our walls. And Charga's yeah. side again begins cheering at that, and the other side begins cursing at them. What happens and, when you run out of food and supplies? Yeah, how many and... calories do you need in a? We will run out of food long after they have run out of food. It is much harder to feed an army on foot than an army in their homeland. They have the sea to feed them, where they always get their sustenance from. However, you are right. They are at least two days' march from your walls. So if you're going to strike them, you need a plan. But as I said, feel free to cower behind the walls. It won't matter to me. You orcs, elves, you're all the same. We took out two ships by Reavers and we're like already like ahead. We're winning. We're winning this fight. You have she zero. We three. have two. Quran. Uh, looks very surprised at that. Zaldrin, you took out two ships? We we all we all did. Yes, we did. We we have we still have some of them, actually. You've captured two ships, even more impressive. Well, yes, which is why I don't understand this. Let's just sit here and Are you in the have market? an unprecedented force outside, just see what they do. I don't we can that. sell you a ship. To do. Well, we have two. I don't know. I am actually in the market. I'm I'm very curious about growing the size of my fleet. Because uh, currently I have two. I wouldn't mind more. I think we just want one and we sell the other one for lots of money. Money. I, we should point out to you that we have forced several of the Reavers who were on the ship to bend the knee to our leadership. They might, if you were to send an emissary out to them, they may have intelligence that you could use to make an informed decision on whether or not to strike the fleet. If you give us money, we can tell you where they are. Targa begins roaring at this. This is a war council. It is not open to outsiders, and now it has become a trade deal. We are buying ships. No, we are going to war. We are planning an attack. Excellent. Is there never any economy involved in war? I'm pretty sure that there is a good amount of economic gain associated with arming for war. Do not be naive. Yep. As you finish that, before Charga can even respond, and you can tell that he's angry and just barely holding it in, the orc on the throne, again, feebly lifts a hand just a couple inches and the room goes quiet immediately. 
the attendant comes forward again, puts his ear right up to her and just strains to hear. The Sahal says the council is over for the day. We will reconvene tomorrow if necessary. And without any sort of questioning or resistance, the orcs immediately begin gathering their things and leaving. Charga does not come anywhere close to talking to the rest of you, but he does make a point of walking directly past you without saying a word, without even looking at you. Gron, on the other hand, is very excited to see you, Zaldrin. He moves as quickly as his crippled leg will let him uh, and goes to embrace you in a hug. And as he's holding you, he pulls back. You're even stronger than I remember. You're massive. You got more muscles? Ah, uh, the, the cost of age has not done good things, but at least you can see this because he, as should have been expected, met me with uh, proclamations of my growing weakness. He's a bitter old man that will never see the future. I, I have to admit the roles that you two played during our training days seem to have been quite reversed at this point. Things have changed quite a bit in your absence. Do you have lodging? Any of you? Do you have a place to stay? We have the ships that we have spent many a night on. No. Unacceptable. You will come to my tavern, the Dancing Snake. It is a fantastic place. It has the best ale in Orokoa. And with that, he begins uh, to uses crutch to hobble out you can tell that there are some of his followers that like grab his things for him some of his uh war gear that he brought but never actually put on uh they don't actually follow him out though they just begin taking away and dispersing uh, it doesn't seem as if he has an entourage at all uh in fact roll an insight check for me if you want zaldrin uh plus one because you know you know oh that's grand total of three that's one success you've always known him as a performer you know that he likes to be an entertainer of sorts and you can tell that he's kind of putting on an act even now even with you a little bit not that he's being dishonest with you but that he's making a show of being the gracious one the humble one as he begins leading you out through the town he begins asking you questions about your trip here uh quite a bit about the most recent part of the trip where you were able to capture uh, two Reaver ships. He asked for many details on that battle. You continue through many of these streets in Orokoa. And really, you get the sense that he's just excited to see you and to catch up with you. And with that insight, you also feel like that he sees an opportunity here. As you're walking through, moving through the streets, without any worry about people listening or anything like that, uh, he begins telling you about the situation with him and Charga. Uh, he talks about how he came back to Orokoa after his injury and was essentially homeless. He, he lived on the streets uh, and began working as a snake charmer. Uh, and he was able to earn enough money to start a tavern. And that tavern was earn en earned enough money to buy a bigger tavern, which is the dancing snake that he has now. He started a family. He has two children. Uh, unfortunately, his wife died. The children, however, are strong and healthy. He seems very proud of them. 
Charga, however, has become very bitter about his success, especially how Haran used it to leverage his success into being an advisor for Necron. Uh, in fact, one of her most trusted advisors. Charga, of course, valuing strength overall, seeing Haran a cripple as an advisor. It, it was an insult to him, and he thinks it was an insult to the clan. Zaldrin. So what really brings you back to Orakoa? It's been so long. Yes, it was not... I may have never come back. You know that. It wouldn't have necessarily bother me, but I've come into some uh, good company here and really just, you know, happenstance led to another happenstance. And here we are with some things to sell and uh, we are glad to have survived Gwenot upon the seas. It is a miracle that you survived the week of darkness. And of course, if you have things to sell, I'm happy to buy. Uh, I'm always in the market. I, I have quite a few trade connections. I will take any goods off your hands. And those Reaver ships present quite the opportunity. I'd like to discuss more with you. Would you all have dinner with me tonight? I would like to introduce another... you to someone as well. We can have another drinking contest, Aldrin. Indeed. Indeed, we can. Mm. Do you still you do those things? Or have you Looking taken you yourself mean. to being responsible there, Ron? I have many responsibilities, but none of them require me not to drink ale. Sounds like a plan. With that, he brings you into this tavern, which again is a stone building, not nearly as impressive as the castle that you were just in. Uh, it has a wooden roof uh, with shingles instead of the, the thatch that you're used to. Uh, still very expensive compared to everywhere else. The tavern itself is much more lively. Uh, there's quite a few people singing, uh, entertaining, and the tavern is also surprisingly diverse. Uh, there's quite a few humans in here and a handful of halflings, dwarves, and even a wolfkin. He and a scraling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> now, anyway. Now there is, yes. Uh, he gets you set up with the uh, innkeeper, uh, the tavern keeper, who uh, tells you where your rooms are, and then uh, points you towards a back room and says that he will meet you there in a few hours and he has someone that he needs to go talk to to set up a meeting. What are you guys doing in the meantime here? You've got a couple hours to kill. Pacho unties the otter off of his arm and sits him down at the table. You did well, little otter. Oh, thank God you untied me. I lost feeling in my leg. You lost a leg, a leg, actually. Yeah, so... Can we just not do the shield thing anymore? Can I not be a shield? No, you can be a shield. I'm going to choose not to be a shield. All right. You can just be a forearm bracer. Not better. While, while we are in civilized town, we should try to find you a uh, an alternative foot or a, uh, a peg leg or something of that sort so that you are, have your balance back. Peg leg. Yes. Like a peg. 
that you stick into the leg or something and so you don't fall over or something. You're trying to stick pegs in me. You're trying to peg me? Mm, nope. No, I I, uh, I don't <laughs> think you understand what that means. Uh, I do not understand. Right. Uh, you probably wouldn't ask the question if you did. <laughs> <laughs> you guys settle into a table Melissa, nearby. Melissa's just doo -doo -doo, <laughs> right over Melissa's. Just Google it. Google it, Melissa. Google pegging. Don't. No, do no, not. <laughs> not with the reflection. Uh, do it on your work phone, too. Uh, we get... <laughs> All right. Uh, you guys uh, uh, find your way to your rooms. You're able to set stuff uh, down. Aldrin, uh, sets down all the food and gear that he was taking he immediately goes to take a nap uh you guys can find a table downstairs if you'd like uh, a lot of the entertainers uh stay true to the name the dancing snake where they are snake charmers uh they have all sorts of flutes and drums that they beat and these snakes uh begin swaying to them uh gunk you would actually be able to tell there's a bit of magic to it uh they really are being charmed with this very mild sort of enchantment they are controlling beasts, you say? There's a bit of a magic to the instruments, as if mm -hmm. they have a mild enchantment to them. Ah. Uh, and it does control the beast to an extent. It's not such that they could command it, but it does make them sway and move in such a way. I understand. I was wondering if it was coming from them, the performers themselves. As far as you can tell, uh, it's not them. It, it seems to be the instruments. I see. Pacha well, will just get... sit himself at the table with the otter, the fox, and the monkey, just to see if anybody does anything. <laughs> you get quite a few looks from the orcs uh, nearby. The humans, too, actually. Uh, but, like I said, this is quite a diverse tavern, so no one seems offended that you all are there. But you're still a motley crew, even by those standards. Uh, and having a fox and a monkey and an otter and a wolfkin at a table is not anything anyone there has ever seen before. Bacha looks over at Gunk. They are not easily provoked here, at least. It is sort of surprising. It's kind of belies their reputation, don't you think? Mm -hmm. Indeed. It is good, I guess. I suppose. It'll be quiet, which sounds boring, but... I don't mind I would uh, a day or two just give of quiet. Just Apparently there will be a war time. here in like uh, a day or two, so we're early. Uh, apparently, if Charga has his way, we're just gonna sit inside and just wait and see what happens. Oh wait! Just we're going to we're gonna stay here mm. for this. I I, I assumed we were leaving. Uh, no, sorry, old habits. We the collective orc group, not we we. But it's for. As much as he and she'll kind of different scars that she has be like, as much as he inflicted quite the punishments during training, he has turned into quite the let's sit and batten down and just let things happen out there. And she'll kind of tell the story of how it was actually Charga's fault that Haran was injured. Um, that he was just uh, absolute asshole about training. And uh, there was a skirmish that was lost. And Charga, despite 
Fran and I, being mere children at the time, was convinced that it was Fran's fault and spent the next three days having him take on all of the elder warriors one by one. And he did his best to take on all of these foes, but small injuries led to small missteps and his leg was completely shattered. It appears that Chargad then and now has no awareness of his pardon. What happened? We could do a quiet murder for you. Mm. Oh, I, I believe it's embarrassing enough to be seen by half of the group here as the coward that he is. Let him sit in that. We are beating him by two. As you all are talking, you notice that there is actually an orc nearby, like hovering over the table, just a couple steps away, watching intently. Uh, you look at him and he's like a gangly, awkward teenage orc. Uh, and he's uh, got a wooden tray and he's just holding it like. I came here to take your order, but uh, you were talking and I didn't know if I could interrupt or not. Uh, what do you want? Does this, does this teenager look like a younger version of Ron? Uh, it does not actually. No. Okay. We're going to have a drinking competition. Blood okay, involved available. wine. No, blood. I not, don't not have much blood. Just just take some uh, calf's blood and mix it in with some wine and heat it. So it's the temperature Warm of blood. Blood wine. Okay. Mm. I'll remember that. Uh, anyone else? Could just more ale? Could you get the, like all of the parts of like the vegetables and the animals that uh, you don't normally use? Just put that in a bowl and bring it, please. Also, if you have uh, any fruit, uh, my friend Ted very much enjoys fruit. Fruit like potatoes? That is not a fruit. What is a what fruit? Do you have, what do you have that has seeds? Uh, seeds. Um, acorns. Uh, Gunk, Gunk will look at Ted and Ted will shrug. Okay, that that's fine. Acorns will do. Okay. Oh, hey. Uh, normally we use them for like the incense, you know, like the smell, but I suppose you can eat them. Scrap meat as well. A uh, little fox needs uh, a little sustenance. Okay. Scrap meat, trash, blood wine. Oh, hey. There's no reason to. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I misunderstand? What do you want? Well, I mean, calling it trash is sort of insulting. I'm just, just making sure the, that stuff isn't being the scraps, wasted. It's not. It's okay. I don't charge for trash. It's free. Trash. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. Just right. ale. Ale. Lots of ale. Coming back. Uh, and then he Zaldrin. turns and he like kind of trips over himself a little bit and he starts to fall, but then he catches himself and just turns it into like a sprint instead. Starts running towards the back. Zaldrin, didn't you have something you had to do for that pompous elf here within the city? Yes. Weren't we delivering someone, though? Yes. And we didn't get that person. Uh, I could not recall. I paid little attention to the knife ears and what they wanted. Are they ridiculous? Uh, weren't we delivering the ship captain who died? Ah, yes. That is correct. 
Um, but I don't know what, because the ship captain was confused because he only had like market goods, but I don't think he got what he was supposed to deliver. So we don't actually have anything to deliver. We right. may still try to be able to try to figure out who it was supposed to be delivered to and well, also wasn't some intelligence. Wasn't that elf just like a total dick as well? Yes. So like mm. now that we are not yeah, yeah. within you know the the safety of his city if we find him maybe we could take out a little bit of our frustration on him perhaps tear his spine out and eat his liver right like that yeah and we'll we say oh find we're avenging Arcta or something yeah, yeah an apothecary and then put poison into a keg and then give the keg to everybody we don't like Oh, I could just do that for you if you want. I can contaminate food and drink very oh, easily. That's right. That is really easy. We can. Then Not we can get that I have done it before. <laughs> the so otter. We, we have... Mirren, didn't you just get sick from food? Coincidence. Mm. <laughs> so between uh, must us have all, been coincidence. <laughs> we have lots of ways to murder those that we do not like. With brute force, as Bacho and I do, and with a bit more subtlety, Mirren and Gunk. What are you talking about? I have never murdered anyone in my life. Well, I don't know that subtle and Gunk go together. He's quite loud about his playing with the dead thing stuff. I haven't mentioned it one time since we've been here. <laughs> Not even one time. <laughs> we have mentioned lots of other things since we have been here. True. The teenage orc comes back with a giant tray and holding a bucket, a wooden bucket of obviously trash uh, as well. He sets the tray down on the table, puts the bucket in front of Gunk. I didn't know exactly what you would want. I figured you could pick through it. Um, and here, and he pulls out a leather bag and you hear like a soft clinking. Acorns for the monkey uh, and ales. I just brought a bunch of them uh, and I was told that it's all in the house. So don't worry. Um, and blood wine i didn't have wine uh i did have ale that i put blood into uh and i kind of like held the mug over the fire a little bit so i think it's warm he sets that in front of bacho mm. bacho smells it and then tips it over <clears throat> you people do not know how to consume but that is all right i kind of have to clean that up now uh i'm gonna go grab a towel <laughs> And Zaldrin will just sort of give Bacho kind of an eye. <sighs> I guess we'll have to go somewhere that has a vintner that meets your standards. Scratches his ear. Zaldrin, you are of the pack. You always know how to make me smile. It does not always happen in reverse. So, and at that, he laughs because he thinks it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> sure, he does. So, Zaldrin, this uh, friend of yours, the the uh, Heran, asked, uh, yes, that's right. Said the uh, Ron, yes. Uh, want, they wanted something from us. Is this, um, is this going to be another one of those things where our time is wasted, where we are lowered to the deeds of these mortals when we have bigger things to do with our lives? What bigger things do we have to do with our lives at the moment? We 
<laughs> what, what are we even doing next? I, it's a genuine trying to question. Kill I don't know what we're doing. And then going uh, to donate stuff at the mother and father. No, something else, maybe. I need to deliver a very important item to the Earth Mother. Yes. Mm. Are you yeah, going all to... the way to the mother and father? We're doing a lot of mom and dad stuff. Right, yeah. Well, I don't know. We started this journey unable to even hire a ship when we needed it. So perhaps some extra funds could help us get where we're going faster. And if the orcs do decide to strike at the fleet, I would very much love to tear the throat out of that Wolfkin Reaver who captured us those moons ago. It would be cool to kill the unwashed. Yes. We are in agreement with that. And with that, the next couple hours pass by mostly uneventfully. You get all the, the food and drink that you want, mostly to your standards, uh, not entirely to your standards. <laughs> uh, and after uh, a couple hours, Haran uh, shows up and you hear the the uh, crutch on the stone floor uh, before you even see him. You turn, he hobbles over. If you would follow me to the back room, uh, I have dinner sent out. It should already be prepared. Uh, we shall feast, celebrate, old Thank friends you. reunited. Soldier, it's good. I kept up with you this time a little bit. You, you've, you've done amazing. Would you like a? Would, would you like an arm as we go down the stairs uh, down to the other room? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'll be good. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Can I bring my trash with me? Do you mind? I'm not finished with you. You take as much as you want, of course. What's mine is yours. It's very good trash, to be honest. I was kind of surprised. Nothing but the best here. And you can tell that he's kind of like off-put, but at the same time, he wants to make you happy. Uh, so he's just trying to... Would you, would you like some? There are some potato skins in there. They're quite delicious. I'm going to wait because, like I said, I had dinner... Uh, set out. I don't want to spoil my. They appetite. were right at the bottom of the basket, which means like it was getting the all the juices from the meats are soaking in. It's delicious. I would hate to take the best bites from them. That is very kind, Zaljan. You have a very uh, kind friend here. Yes, excellent host. Far better. I to tell you all. than that jackass elf we met way back when. Mm. Okay. He his head at that. He's on our kill list too. Interesting. Uh, Zaldrin, do you have a moment? The rest of you may go in, of course. Uh, yes, of course. I will. Um, and uh, Zaldrin will pass off Mirin because Zaldrin was going to help Mirin down the stairs and she'll sort of pass her off to Bacho. Help yeah. her down. Bacho's got, Bacho's got Mirin in his right arm and the otter in his left arm. <laughs> and oh. the group of you begin making your way down, but Zaldrin and Haran, you're moving a little bit closer as he's using his crutch and he purposefully wants to let them have some space. Good to see you, old friend. It is good. What I said before in the War Council about you being my oldest and closest friend, my most trusted friend, I meant that. Can well, it I makes sense you? that I am your oldest friend, but I should hope you have found someone to trust more than me in the years and years since we have seen each other. I've found people I can trust, but you and I have a history that is valuable. It's true. 
What can I do you for? Right now, I just wish to know if I can still trust you. You can. I must say that I am part of a group and I of course, do I, not keep I, secrets from them. I do not wish for that. I, I'm being foolish. You know me. I'm always dramatic. I simply wish to know that we are still, our relationship is still where we left it. I'm not here to screw you over if you are concerned about that. And I will ensure that none of my traveling companions do as well. That I'm about to tell you information that could be dangerous to me, not to you. And I would hope that it won't be used against me. It could be kept secret, whether you choose to act on it or not. And so Zaldrin will sort of look around. Go on. Inside. We'll talk about it with your friends. The okay. rest of the group of you make it to the back room several steps ahead of Zaldrin and Haran. You see that there is a large wooden table uh, with all sorts of food on it. Uh, not extravagant, not like royal feast, but still very nice, very uh, high quality food. And there's quite a few humans in this back room as well uh, that appear to be warriors. They're dressed with mail. Uh, they have uh, long daggers at their side. You can tell that they've piled their weapons in one of the corners. And at the center of them is an elf that you all recognize as the Delair Brynmore, the elf that you've come to find. He sees you and recognizes you and immediately stands up, pushing the bench back that all of them are on. The well, group of them all put their hands to their daggers. Unfortunate. It's the nasty elf. The three of you had a couple steps before Huron and Zaldrin got in there. Is there anything you wanted to do? I well, probably should have been drunk. If their hands drop to their weapons, of course, Bacho's hand will drop to his long sword, and he's got uh, he's got his harpoon in his other hand. He just growls at them. Mirren falls on the ground face first. <laughs> <laughs> he drops drops the outer, and Mirren goes for his weapons and growls. <laughs> it's a tense standoff for a few moments until Zaldrin and Haran come in. Haran immediately tries to calm, calm yourselves. It's a meeting of friends. What, what is the meaning of this? Oh, this knife here is no friend of ours. Uh, if you heard us earlier, that's the one we were talking about. Delair Brindmore looks at, right at Haran. Have you meant to betray me? Is that what this is? Is this an ambush? No, no, of course not. This no betrayal. This is Zaldrin, my closest friend, most trusted friend. She can help us. Haran, I suggest you get to talking quickly to explain to us how exactly we are going to be on the same side because I'm not, and none of the rest of us are likely to be on a side with him. Very well. That's everyone. Calm down. Sit back down, enjoy the meal. We can have a truce here for one meal, can we not? And if we wish to kill each other, we can do it after when our bellies are full. 
That sounds fair. That sounds reasonable, does it not? On one condition. I do like to kill on a full stomach. On one condition. What's the name of the elf again? Could you... uh, Written more. Only if this this elf... If we are to sit at this table and be peaceful amongst us, we must break bread as is tradition. Here, share from my bucket, from my plate, to your mouth. You do that and we shall sit. You do not. I shall melt your mind in front of your foolish men. And I will hold up the bucket. I want to get the rumble. And I think it's fair to say minus one on that. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> we do have audience. I'll take um, an audience that is the counterbalance device. <laughs> oh, goodness. I think this is revenge for Conan. <laughs> uh, one success. One success. One success. Brynmore immediately begins to say no, but Haran steps in. Brynmore, these are valuable allies. They can help our cause. There is nothing wrong with sharing a meal together. And Kron himself reaches into the bucket and grabs some of those soaked potato skins that he talks about. He hands one to Brynmore, and then he puts one into his mouth and begins eating. Brynmore looks disgusted and angry. However, with Hron, uh mediating, bridging the gap, he does take that potato skin, and he begins to just take small bites out of it. You can tell that he thinks it tastes awful. But he's forcing it down. The the nasty elf, he left with a bunch of elves, and now he has humans, so they're all dead. And then he had orc friends before that are not here, so are they all dead? Have you killed everyone, mean elf? Mirren, we are to eat first, and then have Uh, these conversations after we eat. Can I spit in his food? Mm. not until after we eat and after we talk and then maybe we can do lots of things but we must eat first you might want to eat a little bit too before you uh finish that uh mug off they're even bigger here though they are they're a delightful size (laughs) Mm. now that that's settled we're calm gunk wants to make sure he sits next to the elf uh, well, that bench is already filled with like his honor guard, but you can like wiggle in between a couple of them if you no, want. No, I won't. To. I'll just look at them like move. I think it's fair to say that you all take one side and the elf and his friends take the other side. Haran again trying to mediate. You are going to divide us? If we are going to work together, we cannot even sit together. How could we possibly oh. work together if you would not let me sit next to him? Oh, come sit with me. Doug really wants to sit next to the elf. I know. He really wants to be right next to you. It is not so much that we can't work together, but there's no reason to needle each other. There's no reason to poke at each other. We can. These seats are already available. Those seats are already taken. It would be rude if someone asked you to get up and take your seat, would it not? Gunk doesn't understand that stuff. Gunk, come sit with me. So you're saying no. I understand. And then he'll go sit next to Marin. And he'll just like be staring Mm. daggers at the elf the whole time. (laughs) It's great. With your one success, I think Bryn Moore would, after you go to sit by Marin, he would get up. He may have the seat next to me. 
and one of his guards would get up and move, uh, not actually going around to the other side of the table to sit, but just uh, moving towards one end of the wall, the far end, and just leaning against it, uh, leaving an open space for you, Gunk. Is he, if he's sitting, is he within arm's reach of the elf? Uh, the guard? Or, or am I? Is Gunk? It, there's a space right now next to him, if you would like to be within arm's reach, yes. I would like to very, very, very much. With that one success, you got it. Uh, mm-hmm. The space is open. You, you got your seat. You got your bucket of trash in front of you. Uh, I, mostly I empty. But still with some scraps. Right there between us on the bench. Feel free to help yourself at any point. Thank you. Yeah, and Haran again begins to try and manage the situation, try to pull it back. The Del Air Bryn Moore has become a valued friend of mine. Zaldrin, just as you are a valued friend of mine. In fact, he is quite responsible for my rise here in Orokoa. He and I have formed an alliance with mutual benefits. Did, as he I tell you, that, did he tell you how he sent forces to kill us? Rob us and then kill us? I did not know that was you. I suppose you are the ones holding the artifacts then, the Ark. We hold everything for the Earth Mother. Is that not right, Gunk? We are mere messengers, and we do our bidding. And we don't appreciate when our lives are threatened. Yeah, like nobody even asked nicely. If you understood the value of those items that you hold, the power that they contain, you would have made the same choice. No. Do you threaten to kill me with absolutely no relationship to those items whatsoever, actually? I simply wished to see my goals achieved, my ambitions realized. I believe that anyone can understand that. Anyone with vision can understand that. No. Yes. Blackmail and murder are, are the weapons of the weak knife ears. I understand that is true. Ron again. We all have different tactics. I understand, Bacho, that you would probably align more with Zaldrin and I on how we think methods should be handled. However, the elves have their own methods and they seem to be quite effective as they have ruled for centuries. However, there's a reason that we can meet in the middle here, especially knowing now you hold very valuable artifacts and something that currently is extremely valuable to Reaver ships. We can sell those. Uh, good, but not to the elf, not to the elf. Of course not. Yes, it seems that we have a lot of things. So conversations like this often include what does the other side of the table bring? The other side of the table has had a trusted alliance with me for some time, and he has put me in a position where I can offer you the gold for your ships that you wish or another option. The Sahal Necron is dying. I believe she will be dead by the end of the night. I will succeed her. 
whether the clan votes for me or not. The Delaware Bryn Moore's gold has ensured that it will happen. When I succeed her, I will lead our forces to attack the Reavers. The clans only respect strength, and for a cripple to lead them, this Reaver fleet is quite the opportunity. I need to be able to show that I can defend our homelands with strength. Your Reaver ships provide a valuable opportunity, and that a crushing defeat of the Reaver fleet would be difficult to achieve if they could retreat to their own ships. If I could send you with crew and soldiers to attack their ships while the armies of Orokoa meet them on the beaches, it'd be a hammer to an anvil. Would you be open to this? We risk much for a land that isn't ours. What do you offer? much gold as you can carry i will send those ships you can have first choice of all spoils and i think there is something else now that i know that you have the ark he kind of looks at each one of you trying to you can tell he's trying to guess which one of you would hold it now that i know you all have the ark i can tell you that there is another temple beneath this very city and whatever's in it will be yours. You have the key to it. The way I see it, it is your rightful property, what's inside that temple. So Why gold. did Mr. Mean Elf want the stuff? I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch that. You burped halfway through. Uh, why does Mr. Mean Elf want our stuff, though? Like, why, why? Because it holds power. The power to rule, the power to control. Why didn't we rule, then? So, the alliance that I have with the Del Air Brandmore is that he it ensures that I rule in Orokoa, and in turn, I will provide him with the strength that he needs to rule in his homeland. We will ride back at the lead of an army of orcs. We have been to his homeland. We have been to Terran. It is a terrible place where the elves are cruel to all but elves. Why would we do anything to help him persist in this manner of living? It is not to help him. It is to help me. He looks... Haran looks pleadingly at Zaldrin there. No, I will help a friend of Zaldrin, but I will not help this elf, especially if it is to continue his reign of oppression and pushing down those who are not as wealthy and powerful as he is. If you wish, I did see. Haran, have you traveled to those shores? Have you seen the systems that have been put in place exactly what gunk speaks of this is not how we do society i have not seen the problems with their land however i have seen firsthand the problems with ours with me ruling this town the city 
I can change things for the better. That is my first responsibility, to change my own homeland for the better. I'm sure. Don't. That's fine. His land is like wiped out by parasites right now. And also humans are revolting. So I don't think he has a home to go back to. That is why he needs me, just as I need his gold. Orcs fighting parasites? Zaldrin? They don't know. They don't know. There is much belief that strength alone can solve problems. You have not seen what we have seen. The spreading of these parasites throughout the land. No, I have not. You are correct. It's not a problem that has affected Orokoa. We've not heard any rumors or news of it nearby. So I have not seen fit to worry about it. We have an army of reavers two days march. There are more pressing matters. If you plan I say to send we... orcs that way, it will become orc problem. That is a problem for the future, though. As of now, I must ensure that I succeed, that I rule or rule over the lands and maintain that rule, which can only be done by defeating the army at our doorstep. Let I'll be honest have... with you. Most of the orcs in our clan do not wish for me to lead. Most of them wish to follow Charka. He has the strength, he has the experience. But I am the better choice. I will make the better decisions. I will improve things. I will make things better. Yeah, but like, that's what your speech is like really similar to what the humans said to us when the first city we visited and then what the elves said to us when the elven city and now you guys are are saying like, oh, it's a problem for later when everybody else is dead and you're the only one that's left and nobody's there to help you. There's yeah, it's a problem and you'll just there's nobody there anymore. Let them have their cities. Leave us to the glaciers, the forests, and the water. I don't care what any of them do. Give us our due and our pay for killing reavers, and let yeah. us leave all of this behind. I'm still happy to kill unwashed, yes. I will gladly buy the ships off you. We need one. Perhaps I could sell you a different one. Both ships would be extremely valuable to me. Two crews would be much more successful than one. At the end of the battle, as long as we sail away with enough gold to fill the hole of a ship, that was fine by by me. What, what says you, Gonk? And, of course, the treasure beneath your city. I would like the treasure beneath the city. And I would like this one's boots. And he will point towards the elf. All of his boots, not just the ones he wears, but all that he brought with him on his venture across across the continent. Every boot. I think it's fair to say another manipulation check there. Uh, it's been some time. It's fine. <laughs> Have you put stats in manipulation yet? No, 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 no. I'll push. <laughs> Would you yeah. like an audience? No, I, I already pushed. Uh, uh, one success. One six. 
give me an insight here too. And this one doesn't matter as mechanically, but I just want to give you some extra information. Okay. Uh, insight. Uh, one success again. One six. Rinmore is shocked that you would even suggest that. He's used to a life of nobility uh, where no one would ever push him. And no one would and ever he, walk in the mud in Tadden. Exactly. And he, you can tell that he's opening his mouth to say no immediately, but Haran uh, lets out a little. <clears throat> and you look at Haran, and Haran, you can tell that he has a bit of control over Del Air right now, the Del Air right now, whether it's because. Brynmore had to flee his city or because he's in an orcish homeland something about that you you get the idea that Brynmore does not have leverage right now uh, it's a big reason why he was willing to eat your potato skins and accept that you sit next to him he just as much as it's irritating him he feels that he has no other choice right now and the reason behind that you may not know exactly but you feel confident that he just has to go along with it. And after Hrond makes that uh, noise, Brynmore says, very well, I will give you my boots after the meal. Unfortunately, I did not have enough time to pack more than one as I was forced to leave early due to circumstances. And he looks over at the rest of the group. Then I will take you running away in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. I will take your coat, your horses, uh, you may keep your trousers. Kron steps in. Perhaps enough gold to buy horses and coats. Gunk will look that, at Haran. If you offer me gold another time, I shall no longer be your friend. I am tired of people like you and like this thinking they can buy us with gold. There is nothing you all here have that we truly need. We are the ones here with leverage. If we wanted this room bathed in your blood, I merely look at Bajo and I ask for it to be done. But that is not what we are doing. We are talking, but you will not insult me again by thinking that you can buy me. Do you understand this? I meant no offense. You were asking for material objects. I offered material objects. No, I was asking- for the discomfort of this one, not for his things. I would urinate it, urinate on it, and throw it in the fire before I would ever wear it, or sell it, or profit from it. He did try to have me killed, I'll remind you. A bit of discomfort is the least that we can ask for. And don't forget he humiliated you in your in his own home. He did indeed. And he's going to get all of your orcs killed. <laughs> <laughs> Valid point, Saldron. You are my closest friend, and an attempt on your life is unacceptable, is it not, Brynmore? I apologize. I did not know that you knew each other, and I regret my hasty choice to try and rob you. See, that's the problem with being an asshole is that you never know who you're being an asshole to and who they may be friends with. So maybe there's a lesson here to just not be such an asshole. 
as he begins unbuttoning his coat, mm-hmm. you can tell he's biting his tongue before he comes out with, I will endeavor to make myself a better person. Donk, do you want me to urinate on his coat now? Yes, please. <laughs> Perhaps outside, I... Ah. I do not wish to have to clean the floors. This is my own home. That'll make good for good nesting material. You can just do it in a fireplace to be polite. It's fine. So are we going to war or or are we just leaving them to their own devices? We kill the unwashed. I'm happy with that. We get some adventure and treasure for Gunk. He likes that. And the drink's good here. It sounds like we have an agreement. Three sides, none of us wishing to be allies, but there's a future between us, a better future that requires all of us working together. Can we drink to that? Where's the knife ears going during the fight? He will be part of my command. Good. Keep him away from me. He will not be on the ships with you. I would... I very much wondered. love to see you in battle. However, I am not much of a sailor. I'm very curious what um, what is it you are not telling us? What secrets you have not yet revealed here? What power you seem to have over this proud one next to me? It's very curious. I have said an awful things to this Cretan, and he has bit his tongue each time, and he seems to be deferential to you. That is very curious. I feel there is something you have not told us. I feel there is something you are hiding from us. And I fear that that sort of hidden information makes for difficult allies. Perhaps it is time for you to tell us more. And at that, he's going to cast telepathy. And he wants to, trying to get some of these thoughts up to the surface on, uh, this is on Haran, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Very crafty. Uh, that is, yeah, it's power level two. So, you know, it's, it's, it's buffed up a little bit if necessary. Uh, and no mishap. Okay. Uh, Haran first gives the response that he says. You are right. We should spend more time together. We'll spend the evening together. We can discuss everything to make you feel better. But for now, a toast to our relationship, our future. And as you're hearing his thoughts, you can see, we'll call it a memory of sorts, of him watching Brynmore coming into the city during the week of darkness. Uh, and he was trudging in the city through the snow, uh, just a few scragglers behind him. You saw him leave with 40 bodyguards uh, at breakneck speeds, all of them on horses. You are now seeing this memory of Brynmore entering Orokoa with just him and maybe a dozen or so men, no horses, uh, not much baggage, just one uh, large chest that's being carried between two of them, and that's it. And you also get the sense, uh, we'll call it another memory, of when Kron put Brynmore up, the only way that Brynmore is secure right now 
is because Haran is protecting him uh, through their alliance. And you don't get the sense that Haran wants to betray him, but uh, Haran is holding up the alliance, but Bryn Mawr's just lost all his leverage because at any point Haran could choose to kill him uh, and take the gold and just be done with the alliance. Right now, the alliance is just being held because Haran doesn't see the the benefit in doing that. You also, uh, through that telekinet, tele, tele, telepathy, I don't know why I was saying telekinesis, telepathy, <laughs> you also get uh, memories or thoughts of, we'll say, how Haran came to be a possible successor to Necrom uh, through a special type of elf poison. Necron is not sick from any natural causes, but she's actually been poisoned by Hron. And Hron also administered his last dose just before the war council, which is why he's very confident that she will not make it through the night. Hmm. Well, a very a toast. Of course. Freely, we should all drink from it. Yes? We are friendly. We are allies. Allies. Fresh wine. No additives. No poison. No, of course not. Uh, you are in my home. You are safe. You have my hospitality. Of course. Of course. But you do have wine? He tried ale. to get some wine out there and was told that there was only ale and the concoction that was made was not at all to his liking. Unfortunately, we only have ale here. I did ask the Bryn Moor to bring some on his trip, but unfortunately he was not able to pack it. And the Bryn Moor oh. kind of, Deller kind of stiffens up there. But okay. fresh ale and a toast. And with that, everyone's drinks are refilled. He holds it up. Bacha just Future not drink the ale. <laughs> and dead reavers. Bacha will just, to dead reavers, but I will not drink this weak, bloodless piss. Oh, but I'll kill you reavers. complain too much. I'll have yours. Thank you, Zaldrin. I, I can, I can, uh, I can drink more too, Zaldrin. I think I'll have this one. You get the next round. Okay. You have your toast. Uh, the rest of the meal passes by uneventfully, but it's actually cut short by Haran, who, uh, as people are still eating, he begins to clear his throat and say, well, I suppose it's time. Uh, he slaps his knees. And then Bryn Moore and uh, his guard get up to leave. And you all feel like you might as well. But Haran says, no, please. I said you'd spend the evening with me. Please remain. We have more food to eat. Bryn Moore understands that this is an insult to him as well. Uh, Zaldrin, you can give me an insight as well. That's such fancy food. Oh. Brynmore sees this as the insult that it is, stiffens up, but again, uh, bites down on his tongue and nods to his men. They gather their weapons from the corner and they leave the room. Before he goes, Gunk would, Gunk would say, if you would be so kind, Haran, might the, uh, the elf remain? Yeah, moment of friendship, perhaps. I would like a word, if that is all right. 
I will I not suppose. harm him. If I wanted him dead, he would have been dead long ago. Brynmore, would you be willing to stay an extra moment? He looks at his men. I'll be right out. He walks back over. He does not sit down again. Saldron, how do you do on that insight? Uh, I got two successes and took a wits damage because I pushed. Okay. Uh, again, you see that Hran is giving a performance here. And you get the sense, you know, Hran is not a cruel person. Whether he's changed in the time you've known him or not uh, could be. But you get the sense right now that he added that extra insult just because he was reading the room. He could tell that you all did not like Bryn Moore, and he wanted to dig at Bryn Moore to gain your trust. Okay. Bryn Moore comes back over to Gunk. Toran, would you be so kind? Could you um, speak with your boy to see if he has any more trash for me? I am quite hungry. It has been a long journey. Would that be too, too? As friends, I would imagine this is not difficult for you. I you have my word we should I shall not harm the elf We're, we we will not you have my word as well Zaldrin you are my most trusted friend your word is enough for me he gets up and he walks out of the room and the group of you uh, are now alone with the Delaire Brynmore uh, looking it, expectantly at Gunk as to why this looking expectantly nervously at Gunk. <laughs> yeah, so the elf so so the Gunk Gunk will just turn to the elf. If you admit to providing the poison that Haran used to assassinate the uh the Sahal. Is it wait, wait no Necron? Was it? Is it Sahal? Necron is her name. Sahal's the title. Uh, Sahal's the position, yep. We will do whatever. I gotta make up fancy titles yeah. to confuse everyone. We will do what we can okay. to prevent your death. If you choose not to, I'm sorry, admit... Gunk. What? What? What was that? Oh, Hron yeah. did what? Yes, I'm sorry. I forgot to explain this to you. Your friend uh, assassinated or attempted to assassinate the uh, the Sihal using an elf poison that this one here provided. This is how he plans to take his power yes. by deceit and murder. Indeed, but the elf here and... will testify to this. Yes. I shall Why point would out. I testify to something that would incriminate myself if it were true? Because only Zaldrin and I took an oath not to harm. Bacho did not. Mm. Me yes. neither. Or Mirren. Or Mirren. They both actually do a lot of damage. I, I, my, mine was meant to be on behalf of everyone, but who, to whom would he testify? Gunk? Well, uh, the other one. Uh, Shardra. Um, I... But Charga's a dick. Better a dick than a deceitful assassin. If I was to tell Charga the untrue story of my providing poison to kill Necron, Charga would have my head. Untrue. Untrue. Is this why you were coming here to begin with? Is this why? Is this the blackmail trip that you tried to send me on? Was to come here and bring this poison? I had a package of gold to send to my ally to help fund his endeavors. I have no patience. Then how exactly did the poison happen? 
mean, Haran's better. Let him take over. It's fine. You can give me a, let's call it manipulation here with plus two, because you've got the group, the threat, and the actual knowledge of the poison taking him off guard. Uh, one success. Is this something that more than one no, would be better? Fine. Okay. Necron was strong and healthy. She would not have died soon. For our plan to work, Ron had to succeed quickly. Yeah, but the parasites are killing your city anyway. Like, it's what, probably what? mostly gone now. What was wrong with her leadership that she needed to be replaced? That is an orc matter. I do not know. I do not care. As for the parasites, I obviously wish to rule effectively to protect my people. And I was hoping that your artifacts would be how I do that, which is why I sent people to take them from you. I did not wish for you to die. I simply wished. Your dumb, dumb liar face. Okay, simple enough. Will he testify and tell your story, impl implicating Haran to Chagra? Before you answer rashly, I want you to think very carefully about the words that are about to come out of your mouth, for they might possibly be your last. Why would you wish me to break my alliance with Haran, your friend? I do not like people who manipulate and attempt to purchase in deceit. Assassins who slink about in the darkness and buy people off as if they they own folk. And I just didn't really like her. And I'm sorry, Zadron. He was not a... He gave me a very poor impression. I, I do admit he does not seem to be the boy that I once knew. I... We'll provide testimony if you can provide guarantee that I can leave the city safely. Done. Well, can we just give antidote to Necron and like not worry about any of that? That would most likely expedite your ability to be free if you can provide Chargra and the other orcs with a cure for the poison. Uh, not Chargra. Just go talk to Necron directly. I do not have an antidote, and likely she is already dead as we speak. Hmm. That is a shame. Can you get us to her? I do not have access to orc leaders. I have access to a tavern. I am fallen from grace. Yeah. We will shed no tear for you. I still say... Zodrin, you are an orc of some note, noteworthiness. I am sure you could find an audience with uh, the other one, the dick. <clears throat> if that you will be all, not may I take my leave? No, you are not leaving our side. Then we are to go to Shargra then and turn this one over for his testimony and then escort him out of the city? Unless you all think that it is better to bury the secret. 
Let the assassination of a leader go unpunished and let the one who perpetrated rise to power. This is, this is not how we do things. We, as you saw when we when you came in, we we speak our minds, we fight our battles, we do not poison. It's not our way. Then our course is clear. Let us let's take this knife here to testify and then get the hell out of this stinking city. If we're not going to fight Reavers, there's no reason to stay. Yeah, I'll go with Zaldrin because it's her city, so it's her information. We're all going together. Mm. Then let us go. The group of you get up and begin to escort the Delair Brynmore out of this back room to find waiting, not expectantly, but definitely on edge, listening for any sounds of a fight or anything like that. Uh, his several guards and Haran as well uh, waiting outside. So you have a lot that you need to attend to here. Clearly, I wanted to show our new friend the old battlegrounds that we used to fight in years ago so that he can fully understand the orc society that he is allying with. I know you have plenty of things to do here, business owner. I hope that we we can catch up. We we said that we will spend the evening together. We have stories to tell each other. I wish for you to meet my children. I'm confused, Zaldrin. I thought we were taking this one to Chagra to confess the poisoning of this one. (laughs) Joe is the worst secret keeper ever. To empathy. (laughs) Yeah, that show's not good at that. Son of a gun. The guards immediately put their hands back down to their uh, weapons, their full weapons this time, instead of just daggers. You could come with us. We're going to get your master out of the city after he confesses his murder plot with Haran. Zaldrin, you would betray me? It appears that you have allied yourself with individuals that are Beneath what I thought you used to be. And you have attempted a despicable takeover. I am attempting to change our world for the better. The world that took my leg from me, that forced you into this life of thievery and becoming a strong arm we we were friends and you wish to you assured me that we had our trust it was naively given it appears that you have become enamored with gold and everything that you think gold can provide. And gold has made you into a version of yourself that the Haran that I knew would be quite ashamed of. 
Very well. He reaches down to his belt and he pulls down, pulls out a small knife, not an actual dagger, but like more of an eating knife, the kind that people often keep with them. If you wish to kill me, do it yourself. He hands it to you, Zaldrin. That'll be slow work, but it should be fun to watch. <laughs> this is not the way. I just thought he would take this back. Out. Why not put it in my front? You sought the easy way to power, and you seek the easy way out of the consequences of your choices. And Zaldrin will bash him upside the head to knock him out. Uh, that's called a might test. We're not going to go into combat or anything like that. Uh, the guards are only worried about uh, Brynmore, and he doesn't have any cards with him. All right. I'm going to take an audience for this one. So I'm rolling six of these. I'm rolling, no, five, seven, six. I can do math. That's one. That's two. Uh, we're gonna say that's enough uh like i said it's not combat you're just trying to knock him out uh you hit him right upside the head he doesn't have the dexterity uh the balance to avoid it he is you can tell his last look is one of shock uh as he didn't expect you to actually move and you move so quickly as well uh he didn't have time to react and with one solid punch he just crumples to the stone floor the rest of the tavern uh it's not packed in here, but there are other people in there. You hear gasps. You hear uh, people like dropping their uh, plates and mugs and looking over. Doesn't appear as if anyone's actually moving to stop you, though. But they're all looking at you, wondering why you just decked the owner of the tavern. Nothing to see here. We have some business to attend to. And I imagine he has some sort of cloth or something that she can kind of take off and kind of use to kind of bind his hands. Yeah, absolutely. You can start uh, use the knife to shred some of the bottom of his shirt uh, to tie him with. Just throw him over her shoulder. Let's just make um, Zaldrin the Sahal. I think that would help, like, the whole thing. Mm. Oh, oh, Mirren. Bacho, mm. remind me next time we make a plan to tell you not to tell anyone else about the plan. All right, Zaldrin. I, yeah, I didn't know it was a secret. I thought it was pretty obvious what we were doing, but it, yeah, that's. But I, I would have had to do this if you hadn't said the thing. If you had just quiet with the mouth. When we, I have a it. hard time understanding when I should be quiet and when I should. Just, just why be I honest. said, remind me to just tell you, yeah, and that right. will make it easier. I'll remind you. Gunkus had to tell me this yeah. in the past too. I like to imagine the next time this happens, it's Bacho's like Zaldrin. Should I? Um, should I tell them now about how we're, <laughs> we're going kill to them. We're kill, kill is them? This, yeah, is this the time? Is this the time I when I say, say or don't say? <laughs> <laughs> as you all are leaving, uh, as I said, none of the patrons move to stop you. However, one person does, and it's the the teenager that was serving you earlier. What are you doing with what are you doing with Ron? 
You can't take him out of here. You can't just kidnap him. No, we're but, taking him for justice. You see He'll that? likely be executed. Immediate justice. He did not take long. <laughs> He's a good man. He he took me in. I was I was homeless. I'm an orphan. Well, I guess it's your end now because he's a poisoner. Yes, now you have a tavern to run. Congratulations. Uh, I I, I won't let you take him. Yes, you will. Import some wine, son, and get out of our way. No, no, I'm I'm not moving. You you put him down. You are brave, and I believe that you are loyal. And bravery and loyalty are good characteristics. Also, being wise. Look at yourself. Look at our group and look what we just did. It would be wise to let these events play out and see what comes of it. We wish you no harm. If you wish, you could come with us. And if they do kill him, you could share in his heart. Bacho. That's an honor, right? Not here. Uh. It is not here. You can tend the bar. You can come with. We have nothing to hide. He looks so defeated right now, and he really wants to stand up to you. But again, he's just a scrawny little uh, kid, basically, to the rest of you. And reluctantly, he does move to the side. As we could make use of Hall. No, no, no. She's drunk. Do not mind him. Uh, Gunk will be like, you made the right choice. Here's the bucket. Goodbye. He'll he hand the bucket back to him. Takes the bucket like he he doesn't actually want to, but it's just a habit to like serve people, and he just holds this bucket. Mirin looks, looks back you... at you as you begin walking out of the tavern. It yeah. was very delicious trash. From from my bag, can you grab silver? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh how much you want me to pull out? Don't More you. than I should. Did you not listen uh, to anything I said okay. on the inside? Money. You're Purchasing his 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 conscience with with coin. I got no. He will need bags. funds to make this place run in Haran's absence. I do not want him to fail. Mm, you are kind, Zaldrin. Equivocation to me. Marion, did you leave me with any silver left? The, I took two of your bags. I think you have like five bags left. Yeah. Mm. So thank you. You gave for him. You can give uh, that to him. Here you go. What kid, what's your name? Mazat. Mazat, here you go. This, this this isn't right. No, but what he did What has also been done is not right, right either. Others he, will decide how this will be decided. Again, he takes it and he's just looking at the silver, looking at the bucket. Looking at this orc over Bacho's shoulder, is it? Uh, just in bewilderment now at this point. Yeah, like, and oh. he's over my shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, sorry. I've got him. Also, there's a wet coat in on the floor. It might, you might want to clean that up. Let it dry. 
just you'll when you go in there and you'll your nose will tell you what happened. We do apologize for that. Can we can we leave this place now? It's getting a bit heavy on my shoulder. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. At this point, you've already been able to like circle around him, so he's not even between you and the door, and he just <laughs> yeah. he just looks down as you all are able to leave. Bye. Heading straight to Chargas. Mm. Yes. yes. Uh, Zaldrin, we'll say that you still remember most of the town. Uh, you wouldn't know exactly where Charga lives, but you would know that uh, the Hall of Necron would likely house quite a bit of uh, her warriors, and Charga, being one of their commanders, would likely be there. Uh, so you begin making your way back to the same place where the War Council was. In a town like Orokoa, it's actually not that strange to see a body over someone's shoulder, uh, especially still alive. Like He's obviously not dead. There's no blood or anything like that. Uh, so people just think that it's some sort of blood feud that's been settled or uh, he got too drunk at a bar and he's being carried home. Uh, there are multiple reasons that people invent in their own heads for this. Uh, and no one actually stops you until you get to uh, the hall where Toklo, uh, your guide from earlier, is standing guard. What we could this? make him the hall. He's like not as no, much of a no, dick. No, wait, no. wait, wait. We we seek we seek an audience with Charga. He is busy. Necron has died. Yeah, and Necron was poisoned though. Okay, okay. I think we all we should just let Zaldrin do the talking. Information. Let's all just after you, Zaldrin. We have information that Charga will want, and she will make sure that she shows the face of Ferran that is who is slung over her shoulder. Necron was poisoned and you've brought Ferran? He was involved in the poisoning. And the elf and the humans? Also involved in the poisoning. Very well. Hey. Opens the doors and begins to guide you back into the the main hall, uh, where again, uh, it's separated uh, by a chasm full of lava, uh, much more empty this time around. There aren't uh, masses of warriors on either side. You see at the far end, that stone slab where Necron was sitting, where she was propped up, she is now lying. Uh, her arms are crossed over. Uh, she's being prepared for funerary rites. And there are several people around, uh, including Charga, and uh, what looks to be a priestess as well. Charga looks up angry that someone has even opened the door, but then kind of surprised to see the group that has entered in here. First of all, to see the pack again, but then to see an orc over Zaldrin's shoulder, so close, like with a look of, well, and then an elf and a couple of humans following behind. What is the meaning of this? The hall is closed. You will want to hear us out. Then begin. And Zaldrin will kind of set Ron down. We, as you know, just arrived, but it has come to our attention that this one, and she's pointing to the elf, and Fran conspired to poison and kill 
her leader and take her place. Ron admitted this to you? They both did. And she'll point to the elf who is not knocked out and can actually speak. Brynmore is very nervous, but he does give a slight nod here. Always knew he was a traitor. Yeah, but you're like not a good person either. <sighs> she has Marin. had an excess yeah. of ale. Orcs. Oh. orcs only. Orcs only for the next While few we minutes. Were. <laughs> While we were... It, in, in fact, this goes back quite a ways. I had an encounter with this one, and she just keeps referring to the orc as this one, the elf, um, quite a while ago and did not realize um, exactly what was happening here. As you're saying that, Charga's walking over to you at a very brisk pace, uh, looking furious, and he grabs Ron, who you've set down, and just holds him up and tries to set him to his feet, but he's still unconscious. So with his massive strength, he continues holding Ron and just slaps him with one hand, waking him up, pulling the uh, gag out of his mouth, uh, releasing his bindings until Ron begins to slowly come to, uh, still dazed, trying to get his surroundings. Is it true? You poisoned her? Uh, no, no, it's not true. Charga looks at the rest of you. And Zaldrin will look uh, back at the Bel Air. I've been told that my safety will be guaranteed if I speak here. Will you share that guarantee? I guarantee nothing. Yes. We will escort him out. And Speak. she's sort of looking at Charga, like, come on. Brynmore. <clears throat> I provided him the poison. He administered it to Necron. It is true. Ron looks much less sure of himself than he did before when he was handing you the knife, Zaldrin. Charga is still holding him up and he still hasn't quite found his footing yet foot not feet uh he's got one good leg come on it's a good pun come on guys <laughs> i was just trying to figure out like what footing because it is footing and i'm like wait yeah, feeding yeah. <laughs> uh holding him up and looks back at Ron and just gives him a push and throws him into that lava chasm he falls back immediately catches fire you hear a bit of a yell but then it's immediately smothered as all of the air leaves his lungs the charred smell the burnt smell of flesh fills the room charga says bacho starts to salivate a little mm, but you wasted a good heart zaldrin You've acted honorably. You've shown that you have the true spirit of Nork. Yeah, she's the new Sahal. I am the new Sahal. 
Yeah, but you caused the start of the root problem and the issues all bit down to you. If you speak again, you will share the same fate as Ron. No, she will not. She's drunk. Just ignore her. She travels with me. She has my protection. Zaldrin, leave these foolish friends behind. Return to our army where you belong. We will need you in the coming fight. Perhaps you have a short memory, but I do not. You have a hand in why I am out with them, and I will not abandon them. The politics here disgust me. I want no part of it. You had so much potential. Wasted. But I do not have time for you. If you will not assist us in the fight, then you must leave. Are you actually fighting or are you just cowering behind your walls? The Reavers will attack our walls. We will repel them. So you're cowering behind your walls. All right, let's leave. The city stinks anyway. Uh, we're going to go uh, the dungeon delving. Yes, that's true. That's right, soldier. I need the, the items. And he's like kind of yeah. being, trying to be respectful. I need the items below the deck. Can we, can we negotiate that really quick? I thought you were actually going to take over as they saw. I thought that was actually a really hey, good you idea. Should, by you, should, you should be your way Do you think I'm more she, she gestures over to the like granite thing over there. You think I want to sit on that? The, the, you are, that is the best sign of a leader. One who does not want power. This one mm. wants power, mm -hmm. not a mm -hmm. good one. I when you know. quit your squabbling, we are in mourning. We are at war. You have yeah. your lives. Leave. Or do you? Was there, Is there a, anyone else a question? here who? I think he has... thinks he could fight us. We did just kill the Reavers out there. We could mm -hmm. continue if we Zero. needed to. Um, anyone need some ships? Want to buy some ships? We were actually here for reasons. I told you that before. And then there was all of the murder drama because you apparently can't keep your leaders the, protected. The powerful artifacts, the powerful artifacts. I thought yeah, we had that. For your ships. No. Where did we... Is it gold that will get you to leave? You will have gold as a reward. Fair enough. No, 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 no. Uh, under the city, there is uh, like some sort of... Um, like a tomb, temple. temple that... Uh, yes. That. Yeah. Yes. Mind by birthright, that sort of thing. I know not of a temple. If you stay in the city, you will help defend it. If you wish to leave, you must leave before the battle. Do you have like a, uh, a, a like elder, someone who's very, uh, like a loyal master or something around there I could speak with? This is not a negotiation. I didn't say, I wasn't negotiating anything. Like we literally freely gave you the assassin, but that's fine. We did. There this is why you gotta like get your money be up front before we give some. them stuff. The Don't talk to the priestess. Priestess. Okay, yes, yes. Uh, name, does, does she have a name? Yoltsi. Yoltsi, okay, thank, thank you, sir. And this priestess is administering the last <laughs> rites to Necron right now. <laughs> Excuse me, madam. <laughs> <laughs> I think that can wait. Mine is a bit more pressing. 
<laughs> oh wait, no, they're not dead yet. Wait, is last rites? Yeah. They're still alive, right? Uh, they're the dead. Funerary preparation. Okay, sorry. Fair. Okay, yeah. She's so gonna say like maybe they're gone. Can give a hand, right? Uh, Although I, Zaldrin will look to Gunk just to see, like, because we know that you can talk, right? Would you like to speak with the Necron once more? I can make this happen. Zaldrin thinks for a second as if, but she didn't really know this person and it would be more just cool, but there's nothing to gain from that. Wisdom on how to defend the city. Secrets of the temple below. Blessings wishes to rule the, the city. Yeah, that too. Blessings to rule the city, you know, as the new leader. So that kind of thing. It's, this is up to you. I know that you are not one for just doing things on command as needed. Zaldrin, I'm a little busy right now. Our Sahal just died. What do you need? Do you have a do you know where the temple is beneath the city, the you know, the powerful artifacts, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, you know. Uh, give me a manipulation. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> man, I really should have put some into this. We have audience. Stuff, it's been though. a talk heavy session. Uh well no, I meant like over the campaign. I've never put any <laughs> manipulation. I think I've got the most. Right, would you like one? I'm pushing. Mirren's always drunk when you're talking though. I have one yeah, I know, right? I have one. I've got the four empathy and the three manipulation. One success. Oh my gosh. So when I'm intimidating people, I have the exact same to manipulate. Nice. I just go into their mind and melt it. That's that's what I do. Uh, one success. There is no temple under the city. The city is on a foundation of obsidian. Are you are you referring to what was found under the fire serpent? Yes. There was an earthquake recently. Uh, a crack revealed a strange door beneath the fire serpent. That is it. Yes, yes. Could you direct me there, please? Yeah, and the fire serpent especially to use aldrin uh you would immediately recognize that it's this massive stone formation just a couple hours walk outside of the city uh and it it's layered stone but it kind of curls it spirals and at the very tip of it uh there is a vent where these volcanic fumes come out of and with that spiral and the curve and the fumes uh legend is it has it that there is an actual living serpent under that rock that's been asleep. And as the ash has fallen, uh, the heat of the serpent has uh, baked that ash into a hard crust. And it continually gets bigger and bigger from baking. And there's a prophecy that one day it will awaken. Uh, it, it's basically a holy site for orcs nearby. Right. Thank you very much for that. Uh, okay. Uh, did you want to say like goodbye to... You know, I can make that happen. I have the power of life and death. I'm speaking to the priestess. No, she is dead. I will not say goodbye to her. No, no, okay. I was just offering. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to be polite. Thank you. He can actually do that if you wanted to talk to her one more time. He can actually do that for you. I, I can, if you would like. Her soul has crossed over. We should not disturb her. Not quite yet, but she is ascending to the other side. Eh, it's not quite how it works, but yeah, I get you. 
There's like an arguing with very basic tenets of her fate. I, I'm not, here, I'm not but saying that busy with something else. I'm not saying that won't <laughs> eventually happen. I'm saying there's like a buffer zone, you know. There's like there's like a grace period. I like to call it uh, between when they, and then I can you know get them and everything. I guess she doesn't. Sure, I guess I, she's not interested, Gunk. It's her choice. Enough. Her loss. Oh, Tofla will have a bag of gold for you. Your fee. People just keep giving us money. I don't even need it. They just keep giving it to me. But okay. For the ships. Yes. Oh, right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Okay. We don't need ships going down into the thing, but whatever. That's fine. Okay, can we go into the fire serpent thing now? Can we do that? Yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's a ways away. We, we leave the city, we go. Oh, oh okay. Uh, got you. Understand. Yes, yes. You guys uh, leave the hall. Uh, Toklo has a bag of 200 gold for you all. 100 per ship. And uh, this is actually a pretty good place to end the session. Uh, So we'll say that uh, it's late now. Uh, You all can go to a different tavern to find lodgings. Aldrin, you know the city well enough, and it's not as if you're limited to certain sections. Uh, So you can all get a night's rest and we will start off in the next morning. Don't hit the sleep button yet, just in case something comes up. Uh, You never know what kind of ghosts might haunt you in the middle of the night. Uh, And then next session uh, will be the finale, most likely, unless uh, it goes a little long, in which case we'll have two sessions left. Uh, But we are coming up on the conclusion of Forbidden Lands, guys. Uh, I had a fun session. So much fun. I knew you had a couple we, options. I didn't know which option you would take. We walked into uh, politics and sort of winged it. Listen, if you if you want to be the Sahal, Zaldrin, I think we should make Zaldrin I can the make Sahal. that happen for you. Pre- I have not many people should. that could stop you. I have against Zaldrin's some wishes. Right I think we should. Yeah. Zaldrin is a way better Sahal than yeah. either of the other two dudes. Uh, oh, and Griffin, I didn't even get to it. I named a clan after you. Uh, it, the the Griffin clan is what Necron was in charge of. Uh, so there you go. Thank you for being a faithful viewer. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. So let's do some shout outs. Aaron, what's going on with Garblag? Let's see. Garblag on Thursday, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. They'll be back uh, playing the One Ring and the Ballads of the Barding. will be continuing with Lewis as the... Uh, the Game Master for that. And then next Tuesday... Uh, barring any kind of transportation issues um, with the trains, Millie should be back uh, running Coriolis at the same time. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Melissa, what's going on with Oligaggers? Uh, so on Thursday, uh, we will have our next episode of Die. And then on Friday... Uh, Aaron is going to be back with more Conan for us. Saturday, we're back to one ring. And we shall see what uh, next Monday brings us. And then Tuesday, we'll be right back here again. I'm sorry. I love putting you on the spot for it, but you were actually ready for it this time. (laughs) Because I'm like looking gifts for Discord. (laughs) Oh, wait, that's my name. Uh, Jeff, are we raiding anyone tonight? Uh, yeah, I think we're gonna go ahead and raid a Lost Caravan RPG. Good friends over there. So that's it. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and click that button. Hopefully, everyone else 
follow us. Uh, and if you haven't already started following the channel, both on Twitch here and over on YouTube, Adventures in Lollygagging, we'd really do appreciate that as well. Otherwise, have a great night, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>